Welcome to the radio ministry of Word Mission Church International. If you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, be sure to join the WMCI family in person. Text or call us at 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. Visit www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. It's our need crying out to God for help. Prayer is spiritual exercise. Prayer is taking our place in the body of Christ and in the family of God. Join Pastor Paul and the WMCI family as we look at a crucial topic, prayer. Now, Pastor Paul. It's good. The, the disciples observed the life of Jesus Christ and how his, he, he was getting results as a result of his private ministry of prayer. And in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, he said, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. No matter our vocation, no matter what we are doing in life, the most important thing is to learn how to pray. It's so important to our existence in the Christian life. And so in this season, we will explore, Lord, teach us to pray. Why do we have to pray? What is the importance? And we can go behind the enemy lines and take what God and, and, and take back territory and also fellowship with our father and receive all that we have for us. So we are in for a treat, I tell you. <laughs> all right, let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Lord, teach us to pray. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. It says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, for all the saints, for all the saints, for all the saints. The Amplified puts it this way. The classic Amplified puts it this way. He says, it, it reads this way. He says, praying at all times, on every occasion, and in every season, in the spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. The phrase I want us to pay attention to is that, that he says is, pray at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit with all manner of prayer and entreaty. That means there are different kinds of prayer. Another translation says all kinds of prayer. And last summer, we did a series on, on prayer. But, but the key here is, there are different kinds of prayer. And all prayer, you, think, you may think there are different categories, but they will all come under these headings when it's all said and done. There is the prayer of agreement, if you are taking note. Prayer of agreement, there is the prayer of worship and praise. There is the prayer of consecration. There is the prayer of faith. There is intercessory prayer. There is united prayer. There's, there are different kinds of prayer. And then there's the prayer of commitment. If you sum it all up together, it will come up under these headings. 
And the thing here is, there are different rules governing each kind of prayer. You see, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, every kind of prayer has different rules governing it. I mean, even in the natural, we have different games. And, and there are different rules that govern different games. You can't, you can't take the rules for basketball and apply it to baseball. <laughs> if you did that, the baseball players, the coach, the spectators, everybody will be in confusion. <laughs> it, will, it, it will all be mixed up. So sometimes what we do with prayers, we, we, so to speak, take it and put it all in a sack and shake it and pour it out all together. <laughs> but there are different rules for different kinds of prayer. And like, for instance, if you take Jesus, the life of Jesus Christ, when he was in the garden, he prayed and said, if it is your will, if, 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 it, if it is your will, let this cup pass away from me. He knew what was ahead of him. He knew what was coming, but he, he, he was consecrating himself to the will of the Father. So, 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 but, but when he was at the tomb of Lazarus, all he, he didn't put if in his prayer. All he said was, Lazarus, come out. You see, he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard my prayer and you hear me always. There's no if in that prayer. So, I mean, when, when, when you are consecrating yourself to the will of God, you put an if in there. But when you know the will of God, then you remove the if and then go directly based on what the written word of God has said. <laughs> Glory be to God, my Lord and my God. So prayer is, I mean, somebody said that the highest form of prayer is praise. I mean, there are different kinds of prayer. The highest form of prayer is praise, this, this, this person said. Prayer, and, 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 and prayer is our need, crying out to God for help. Prayer is spiritual exercise. Prayer is taking our place in the body of Christ and in the family of God. Prayer is also fellowshipping with our Heavenly Father. Prayer is carrying out his will on the earth. And prayer is joining forces with God in his plan, in the work that he's doing in the earth. Thank you, Father. Okay, I'll repeat it again because I see some, some are taking note. Prayer is us crying out. For God's help. Prayer is spiritual exercise. Prayer is taking our place in the body of Christ and in the family of God. Prayer is fellowshipping with our Heavenly Father. Prayer is carrying out His will on the earth. Jesus said, let your will be done in the earth as it is done in heaven. And prayer can also, we can also say, is joining forces with our Heavenly Father to carry out His will. Now, there's an interesting story in Acts chapter 12. Let's turn into to Acts chapter 12. No matter what we do in life, the greatest thing we can learn is to learn prayer and know how to pray. Acts chapter 12. Thank you, Father. That was just the introduction. <laughs> we are just getting started. My Lord and my God. Notice what he says. 
About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison. But Anna's prayer for him, notice the phrase, Anna's prayer for him was made to God by the church. Another translation says that prayer was made continually for him by the church. Verse 6, now Herod was about to bring him out on that very night. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. And sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him. And a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up saying, get up quickly. And the chain fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know what was being done by the angel was real, but thought that he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went along one street. And immediately the angel left him. And when Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angels and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Oh, Herod had killed James and now he proceeded to take Peter. You see, the church took for granted what happened to James. But when he came for Peter, they woke up. In a way, so to speak, they said enough is enough. Herod stands for the wealth systems. Herod stands for, it could be, I mean, it could be, it stands sometimes for, uh, so for secular authority. It can stand for, for the power of the enemy that endeavors to come against us and seize us and put us in prison or some form of captivity, so to speak. What do you do when all of a sudden your health is attacked? What do you do when all of a sudden your finances is attacked? What do you do when you are at work and all of a sudden because you are a Christian, people are persecuting you? You've been listening to the radio ministry of Word Mission Church International. We invite you to join Word Mission Church International in person or live on Facebook and YouTube for powerful sessions of prayer, Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. or also on our website, www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org You may even listen on your favorite podcasting apps such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. You can even say, Alexa, play the Word Mission Church International podcast. Are you in the Colorado Springs area? Watch WMCI services on Fox 21 Saturday and Sundays 4 o'clock a.m 
and 4.30 a.m. respectively. You can also watch Word Mission Church International Services Monday through Fridays on SoCo CW TV, 6 o'clock a.m. daily. We love hearing from you, but best of all, we look forward to seeing you. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, make plans to join us in person. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Now, let's get back to God's Word. What do you do? Do you just stand there and twiddle your thumbs? <laughs> what do you do when all of a sudden some form of captivity comes on you? They've taken James. They've killed James. Now they've proceeded to take Peter. Peter stands for the epitome of the church, the height of the church. But, 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 but there are two kingdoms running down here in the air. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of the enemy. And the two of them are opposed to each other. The church underestimated what happened to James. So many times when the enemy starts stealing, we start underestimating him. And so long as we are, we are, we are not, we are, our eyes are not open to what he is doing, he will continue and keep stealing from us. Yeah. Stealing, yeah. killing, and destroying. Yeah. But... Oh, we get to the point, both individually and as a church, and we say, enough is enough. This has to stop. They woke up and said, this has to stop. We are not going to allow you to take Peter and also kill him. Thank you, Father. I know what persecution is. Because when I was growing up, I was in a, was in a boarding high school. And the authorities of that school, we were praying and things were happening. Things were happening. But they didn't like it. The devil doesn't like it when, when God is on the move, when the church is praying, when things are happening. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. People are getting filled with the Holy Spirit. They attack us. And you know what they said? They said your, your crime is praying. Have you ever had a charge like that against you? Your charge and your crime is praying. But we refuse to give up. We refuse to give up. They even beat us for praying. But no, we refuse to give up. We knew that when we pray, things happen. When we pray individually and as a church, things change. But let's get to our friend Peter. The night before... He was supposed to be executed. This person was sleeping. When the angel came, the angel had to tap him and say, wake up. Think about it. Was, it was Peter that wrote 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. That says, cast your care upon the Lord, for he cares for you affectionately and watchfully. My Lord and my God, how can you sleep when you know the next day you are going to be executed? You are not having butterflies in your stomach and staying up all night and worrying. Worrying won't do anything, by the way. It won't solve anything. He went to sleep. Oh, that's what happened to Jesus. He was in a storm and he was asleep. How can you do that when there is a storm going on? 
The only reason that you can do that, how can you sleep when you know that tomorrow you are going to, to, to be executed? He's done exactly that. He's made a commitment and rolled over the care of that unto, unto the Lord. And now he's restful. From today, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you enter your rest. You enter and be in rest no matter what is going on. Oh, glory. He went to sleep. That's significant. Oh, but the prayers of the church began to make a difference. The prayers of the church made a difference. And God sent his angel to deliver. Peter out of the of the prison. You see, the goal, if they can stop Peter, they stop the move of God. The goal of the enemy is to stop you in your tracks. Is to put you in captivity and stop you. Oh, but when we take on and decide that we will pray, things begin to change. Instead of death, now Peter has life. When we begin to pray, instead of death, now we have life. Death is exchanged for life. It was prayer that moved the hand of God to set Peter free. If they hadn't prayed, Peter would have died. Oh, glory. The angel of the Lord came out and delivered Peter out of the prison. Peter out of captivity. And now verse 20. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. And they came to him with one accord. And having persuaded Blastus, the king Chamberlain, they asked for peace. Because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day... Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting the voice of a God, and not man. Immediately, an angel of the Lord strike, struck him down, because he did not give God, the, give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and breathed his life. Prayer can cause your enemies to make mistakes. The angel, the same angel that took Peter out of prison is the same one that dealt with Herod here. He made a mistake by not giving glory to God. If you are going to disturb the church of God, you are done. Thank you, Father. Anyway, another point. There is a limit, you see. There's a limit to where all, our, 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 uh, all the argument can go. But when God steps in, everything changes. Now, verse 10 says that the gates opened on their own accord. The gates opened on their own accord. When the angel and Peter got there, that gate opened on their own accord. Without prayer, we are up against the gate. But when we pray, the gates of our lives that are closed begin to open up. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray this morning, every door in your life that is closed, every door in your life that is closed, that is meant to be open, may it be open in the mighty name of Jesus. As you endeavor to pray. As we endeavor to pray individually and as a church, every door is opening in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Oh, glory. 
my, 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 my. I'm getting excited. <laughs> oh, glory, glory. Though those things are designed to stop us, but thank God we cannot be stopped. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 11. There's an interesting story there. Oh, are you ready for this? Nehemiah 4, 11. <laughs> glory be to the name of the Lord. Nehemiah is before Esther. <laughs> if you aren't using an app. Thank you, Father. Nehemiah 4, 11. He says, And our enemy said, They will not know or see till we come among them and kill them and stop the work. This scripture is so important. This scripture has a lot in there. Our enemy said, They will not know or see. They will not know or see till we come among them and kill them and stop the work. And stop the work. And stop the work. Stop the work. And stop the work. That is the goal of the enemy is to stop you. Nehemiah was building the wall. But those enemies said that if they, if, 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 if they don't know what is going on, they will not see nor know. You see, prayer causes us. Prayer is our gateway or our access into the realm of the spirit where we know and see and so we stay ahead. But if we are not praying, uh, we, we, we are limited and the enemy will want to take advantage of us. If we, are not, we don't know and we don't see, he can come and stop the work. He can come and stop you in your life. He can come and stop you in your business. He can stop and stop you, I mean, you in every endeavor that you are trying to accomplish. It says they will not see nor know till we come among them and kill them and stop the work. That's the goal of the enemy. To destroy you and to stop the plan of God. But thanks be to God because we, 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 we can stay ahead of the enemy by prayer, by prayer, by prayer. Second Kings chapter 6 verse 8 to 12. Thank you, Lord. Second Kings, there's another interesting story there. It illustrates clearly what we are talking about this morning. Second Kings chapter 6 verse 8 to 12. Thank you, Lord. It says, once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servant, saying, As such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place. We trust this message was timely and a blessing. Word Mission Church International is a diverse, non-denominational church located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today or need more information about Christianity, visit www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Under Christian Resources, download a free ebook, What Every New Christian Needs to Know. Find great resources to strengthen your Christian walk scripture cards to pray biblically, and Bible story coloring pages. Our WMCI Online Kids Church is a great area for the entire family. Play Bible games, enjoy Bible quizzes, and download placemats, and so much more. We invite you to join Word Mission Church International in person or live on Facebook and YouTube for powerful sessions of prayer 
Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. or also on our website www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may also subscribe to weekly devotionals while on our website. You may even listen on your favorite podcasts such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. You can even say, Alexa, play the Word Mission Church International podcast. Are you in the Colorado Springs area? Watch WMCI services on Fox 21, Saturday and Sundays, 4 o'clock a.m. and 4.30 a.m., respectively or from Mondays through Fridays on SoCo CW TV, 6 o'clock a.m. daily. We love hearing from you. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, make plans to join us in person. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. To partner with us in spreading the gospel, text GIVE to 719-235-5911. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more.